0: Welcome to your typical Shonen protagonist. He's Kai. I'm Kels, and today we're talking about David Productions. First off, Kai, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Man, I am excited because I love David Production. It's one of those things I feel kind of like I shouldn't be as excited as I am. I feel like a fake weeaboo, except for the fact that I have gone back and watched a number of David Productions uh, shows, their their variety of anime that they have produced. And one thing that really sticks out with them is they
1: do a lot of weird battle anime. They do. They're like and it's like non-traditional battle anime as well. so it's very flavorful. I feel like David Productions is kind of, as a studio. I feel like they're almost like a, I don't want to say like a Kendrick Lamar, but like maybe like a Kendrick Lamar or a J Cole, where they won't be on every like verse, but the stuff they're on just hits like every time back to back. Like, I don't feel like they've done, I don't feel like they've done any like super bad stuff. Like, there's always going to be some misses, but I don't feel like they've done any, like, thing crazy where it's like, hey, like, this is freaking Promise Neverland season two.
0: <laughs> no, certainly. I don't think they have shows that have really fell off. The, the, the bulk of their catalog have been absolute bangers. So let's get into how David Production got started. So back in 2007 the company was founded by former Gonzo president and producer uh, Koji Kajita and uh, fellow producer uh, Taito Okura. Yeah, we're going to go with that. Um in 2007 after leaving Gonzo, Gonzo had some uh financial trouble in two thousand and nine. line. I think that they may have seen the writing on the wall and went off to found their own, um, their own animation studio. Um, a couple of quick things that Gonzo has produced since the year 2000 of their founding. Um, we've got like final fantasy unlimited. We've got Helsing, the OG, uh, full metal panic. Um, let's see. Trinity blood, soily Ray, just a bunch of stuff. They have released a bunch of stuff. Um, however, as is often the case, you know, things like uh what, studio Gynax? Yeah. And and the likes, you know. Sometimes the bigger studios get excellent animation, but financial trouble and management are their downfall.
1: Yeah. So which I mean Sadly, that is a thing, but it has birthed like her birthed some incredible studios like Trigger and you know David Productions and Project I or Production IG. Yeah.
0: Um so, you know, the the people with the talent and the wisdom, which are both equal parts important, find a way to go on and make their own stuff, which is what happened in the case of David Production. Um, the company's first work was as an animation subcontractor, but in two thousand nine, they took on their first full animation production as primary contractor for uh, *Restaurante Paradiso. Um Now, do you know about their name,
1: the uh, David Productions name? Yep. I. It has to do with like David and Goliath. I've heard that before. I don't yep. remember exactly how. Like. Wasn't it like well, uh, they yeah. were, like, at first I thought it was because the person's name was David. And then I found out somewhere <laughs> it had something to do with, he's like... He's Japanese.
0: <laughs> I th- th- thought his name was David, but then I found out, oh, wait a minute, he's just Japanese. Yeah. Right, right, so. Why would he be David? Uh, but no, it's uh, the, the creation of good animation with great storytelling and characters, uh, despite being a smaller uh, studio than other well-known uh, studios. Oh, so
1: they're the David um, to other people's Goliath. Exactly, which is wild. And the animation is um, the slingshot bars. Sorry.
0: Also, short for design audio and visual illusion dynamics, which both of those feel like total BS. Yeah, we, we picked the name. To
1: say wow.
0: <laughs> we picked a name and then found a story to make it sound cool, which is okay.
1: <laughs> and it's like, it's like when Drake said Drake just stands for do right and kill everything. I'm like, no, it don't. No,
0: except for Drake, but
1: <laughs> you what know I mean. what? Who am I to tell you? <laughs> You're rich; it can be whatever you want to. So,
0: yeah, yeah. And who, who am I to say I don't have money
1: <laughs> yet? And yet. David production's so big; like they out here, they can they can stand for whatever they wanted to. They can stand for dogs, apples, vegetables, igloos, and more dogs. Yeah man. But about
0: um their first anime uh, that they were head of um Ristorante Paradiso. Um it is a whole show about something. Uh, I'm staring the the synopsis Wikipedia page in the face and it doesn't tell me uh well, but I'm it's certain about that it's a about a little
1: girl and her mother in Oga Like so she's basically 15 and it's like it's like a love story, I guess. It's what it seems like,
0: I, I I cannot begin personally to tell you, uh, just because I haven't watched it. Yeah. However, their number two anime, the second anime that they produced, was uh, the Book of Bantora, and oh my god, the Book of Bantora is the introduction to David Production and their weird battle anime. Okay. So, have you seen this?
1: I have watched, like, maybe three or four episodes. I need to go back and finish. It's on my list. I don't know why I haven't finished it, but I need to.
0: All right. So, here's, here's, a, here's a setup, right? hmm Because, of course, it's got to be weird. So... In the world of Book of Bantora, when you die, you turn into, like, a stone tablet that houses all of your memories and experiences. And that is stored in the Bantora library, which is a combination, like, graveyard slash repository for all of the information of human existence. Like, that's where people's souls live. So you can go and you can, like, see your family members again in their memories and it's maintained by the armed librarians who fight a psychotic cult known as the shindeki church and this whole show is about the war between the church and the armed librarians and we get this whole big violent gory horrifying twist throughout the entire show where we find out that, big old spoilers, um, Hamyet's goal is just to die. And she's the strongest. And then throughout that we get wonderful fights um, and weird spoilers. And her goal of finding someone to kill her turns out to bring everything down on the library.
1: Huh.
0: Because the library and the church are working together not against each other they're actually working together uh, to create chaos
1: that's wild so she wants to be a book
0: she wants to find someone strong enough to murder her because no one
1: else is Huh. yeah no I definitely gotta finish this one like I'm gonna have to go back and revisit it from the beginning because <clears throat> I was like what but no but it's- no
0: we got we got plenty of fun characters, a variety of uh, fighting styles, and it's just weird, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, another weird one, like one that I haven't watched, and I know that you haven't watched either, but it's one that we both want to watch, is Level E, which is, man, a Tagashi anime. So, of course, it's going to be crazy somehow, some way, somewhere.
0: Yes, so the plot of Level E, because he wrote this back in '95, which uh, let me see what else he was doing. Um, Looks like he wrote Yu Yu Hakusho from '90 to '94 and then turned around and made Level E in '95. Okay. So this is his foolie coolie. Yeah. (laughs) So the plot follows the misadventures of an alien, Prince Baka KL sure, uh, who mm. crash lands on Earth and is forcibly beginning to live, uh, forcibly begins living with high school student and baseball player uh, Yukitaka uh, Tsutsui. However, he begins to realize he's a target from other aliens of other planets. And uh, tries to keep world peace from, you know, ruining everything.
1: Like, it looks crazy. It looks like a far kind of detourant from New Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. It looks like this was something he wanted to experiment with. Certainly. Um, it is a fun, weird art style. Huh
0: yeah kind of kind of more realistic kind of more um adult um from tagashi's drawing certainly um more adult characters so we we have less teenager uh faces and heights and experiences
1: yeah no for sure it's definitely more realistic than I mean, I'd say it's more realistic than Hunter Hunter. I feel like Yu Yu show did a good job of, like, capitalizing on, like, the style and the fit. But I'm definitely going to have to watch it to see if it has that same vibe as all his other shows. Because so far, he hasn't missed. He's given me two amazing series. And I really wonder if Level E can keep up to that vibe.
0: Yeah, man. Um, it looks weird and fun and... Totally. We need to make time for it. Maybe we'll make time for it in uh, quarter four. Maybe. Um, But one that you have been talking about way back since it came out is Bento.
1: Yeah. Bento is such... It's one of those anime that like... It's 12 episodes. It's one of the first 12 episode anime I watched. I literally didn't know anime could be like under forever episodes long. I thought it had to be like multi-running forever like Crazy long anime, but Bento is a story about a high school boy named Yao Satao. Wow, well, Yao Satao! Who he's like a video game nerd. And one day he goes to buy some Bento and he says, Ooh, a half price Bento. And he goes to pick it up and then he blacks out. Next thing you know, he wakes up like in bandages and everything. He's like, What the heck happened? And the whole first episode is him like kind of recapitalizing. Like, figuring out the events of that day. And then he finds out there is a whole, like, bento war going on in this community district. Where there are the people who call wolves who go and hunt, like, half-price bentos. And, like, these are some, like, crazy fighters. Like, this is some, like, is it Ikitoshin? Is that what it's called? I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, man, I love ikitosin. Yeah, it's weird. This is like some ikitosin fighting going on right now, and it's crazy because the um the kind of other main character Yazaruzu or Yarisu, yeah, Yarisu is the president of the Half Price Club, like Half Pricer Club, who is like the strongest wolf, and she adopts Yao underneath her, kind of like. Umbrella. He makes her join the school club. And she's like, I'm going to show you how to eat. And like go and get these bento. It's so wild and crazy. Like finding out that David Productions did it. It makes so much perfect sense. Like the characters are lovable. It's it's one of those things that you wish you had more of. Like I really wish there was more of it. But there's not. So I'm kind of sad about it. But hey, Devil's a part-timer. Got a season two like freaking eight years after it ended, and we're only ten years after Bento ended, so maybe.
0: We're gonna be in a fucking another Noragami state. Oh god,
1: I hate that. (laughs) Noragami, come back!
0: Uh, Lord have mercy.
1: But no, highly recommend Bento.
0: Certainly. um, We may need to add that to the list. Maybe we'll do like a whole uh, battle anime month. Bento, Iketosin, and a couple of other.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Now, there's another one in between. Um, Inu, X-Bosa, X-Boku, SS. But we're going to move on to one of the big ones. <laughs> the ones that really slapped David Production on the map. With Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, the
1: anime. <laughs> Wait, now that's... That theme didn't get introduced yet. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So there has been a storied history with um, Hirohiko Akurai's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure being adapted into an anime. There has been a number of mildly successful, with a couple of blunders, um, in making this. In anime. We have the one from the 90's. That is just an adaptation of part 3. There's also a movie. Of part 3. That will never see the light of day again. Um, And you know. It's been incredibly tough. To nail down. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Until. David Production comes on the scene. And hits us. With Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Taking both phantom blood and battle tendency and putting them to screen uh in 2012 and my word every step of the way they hit it out of the park
1: yeah no no doubt like it's david productions is literally i think it's safe to say the savior of jojo's bizarre adventure um the voice acting casting was spot on like dio iconic um the colors just like everything that this is really david productions just flexing like in like if you go and watch this to this day it does not look like it came out in 2012 and you know that's one of the one of the big
0: things one of the big features of david production is their ability to adapt and and really accurately represent the art styling of the manga, the original story as best as possible for each of the shows, you know, um, looking at, uh, Jojo's, there is a variety and uh, a variety of colors. And as the parts go on, the animation style, The uh, character design changes, and that's one of the things that they do so incredibly well, is following that change, not allowing the adaptation to be their own decision, but making informed decisions based on the design of the manga to best fit the screen, right? They're not trying to make Deva Productions JoJo's. They're trying to make JoJo's that happens to be done by david productions and that's part of why it, it's done so incredibly well um and that's one of those things that you really see in all of their uh animes no and i love it so much
1: 100% 100% do you think that um the creators um akira is writing kind of like for david productions now that David productions has produced all of his parts. Do you feel like it has become more accustomed to David production style?
0: Um, I'll be honest. I don't know. Um, because we are currently on part six, which is stone ocean. Um, however, with the manga, I think we're wrapping up part eight right now as we speak. Um, yeah, I think eight so just I,
1: finished. Like, yeah, recently,
0: with the, with Jojo lean. Yeah. Um, now maybe when it comes around to part nine, um, if we get that, uh, possibly, possibly that Akurai is, is writing a story and animating in a way that's considerate of the fact that David Productions is going to adapt it. Um, however, up until this point, we haven't really had that influence of an anime studio being a facet even something to consider um when when writing the and continuing the manga story um so i don't i don't know if that's going to have much impact but certainly with the way akira writes um i don't think it's going to make much of a difference um the only singular difference that it's going to make is possibly the music references that's something that jojos has really run into yeah um certainly with um not not production but um localization when they do the english sub um so so JoJo's has like a bunch of western rock and roll music along with modern times um really modern uh western musicians um influencing their character names and stand names um however they haven't licensed those in the west so when you get the dub and you wind up with um the character name in the in the sub not matching what they originally say or even do actually say in the japanese uh it's because of licensing issues they haven't paid the rights to say the name ice cube or um vanilla ice oh, yeah you know um which it's cool to hear it, but it's also like sad that you don't get to see the names actually done. But that would have cost so much money. Um,
1: so it's yeah. like a fly me to the moon situation with the Evangelion like Blu ray. Yeah. Yeah.
0: With, with more like um, passionate Easter eggs instead of actual music. Which it's like, okay, that's almost harmless, but equally, you know, okay, I get it. The music industry is a pain in the ass. So,
1: yeah, no, 100%. Like, I get it, but like, come on, you know? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> if the emoji person can get over it, you can get over it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. Smiley face, dude, is making bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I think he doesn't see any royalties from it, which is like the sad part. I don't know. We'll have to look that up for the people later.
0: But um, moving on from JoJo's, one of their next big shows, was Cells at Work, which is a fun romp through the human body.
1: Yeah, Cells at Work is like Japanese osmosis challenge for me. Yes. Uh, And, like, it's weird because there's been, like, Cells at Work and Cells at Work Black, and Black was not done by David Productions, but I wish it would have been. But Cells at Work... Is a really fun instrument like I've, I Feel like it's an educational type anime like heaven's design team is another one and how heavy are your dumbbells? Like even almost dr. Stone. I don't know if you mm-hmm. like I know you've watched dr. Stone. I don't know if you watched the other two Um, They basically teach you things Heaven design team teaches you about animals How heavy Are your dumbbells teaches you about exercise and how to be properly fit and cells at work teaches you about biology and it represents it in a way that is very easy to perceive. Like you have like what are they called? You have the little like the the little people talking about the cute ones? Yeah, the cute ones. Platelets. Um, yeah, whitelets, which platelets. Platelets, yeah. Which are represented by kindergartners, like or little preschoolers in yeah. their Japanese outfits and each cell has like a code name, like our main character is AE-3803, like, which is a red blood cell, and it's partnered with a white blood cell, which is, like, U-11476 or something like that, and... Did you go? Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, but... No, totally. The personification of the different cells and the adventures and perils they they get into... Um, are done in the frame of reference of teaching you the viewer about different things and making it dramatic about how the way the body functions. Um, certainly with the spinoff um, Code Black, um, while not done by David Productions, it examines a different way um, that the body can have things happen to it. Um, Cells of Work Black focuses on the things that you do with an unhealthy lifestyle, uh, but with does with it Work, exclamation point, and Sells it Work, exclamation point, exclamation point, uh, which is season two, um, it is a great way to make you care about what's happening in you.
1: No, 100%. 100%. Um, I'd highly recommend Sells it Work to watch. It is very fun, very educational, and has very cute moments, like super freaking adorable. I highly recommend it.
0: Yes. Like, every time the platelets are on screen. Just, holy shit. They are so cute.
1: Yes. I do want to talk about, like, one of the rare, rare misses. Bro, you you got me excited. So, So Sagara Reset, which is one that you didn't put on the list, but one that I attempted to watch until I had a conniption in episode 11, because... I don't know what the hell they were doing. Is a ri- I don't feel like it's a miss. Like the quality and everything from the studio was good, but just like the storyline was crazy to under. Like it's in true essence a true David Productions anime, like to the absolute bone. Like, but it's so confusing. I had to give up on it. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. But it's basically, like, the quick plot is half of the population possesses, like, special powers, like kinetics or something. Like, this one girl has the power to, like, reset each day. And, like, this boy has the power to, like, access, like, basically... I don't know what his power is, which is very part of the confusion. It's like, he has the ability to... He's super intelligent, but he can recall his own memories. So basically he can realize it's a stim, uh like a reset where no one else can. So like they have to work together to like stop her resets from happening. But there's still other people with other powers and issues they have to go across. But it's like also a story of like self-discovery, because they're both like super emo. Like So it's a
0: discount rascal does not dream of Bonnie Gross Senpai.
1: Very discount. Very, very discount. Like,
0: everything's a dollar. Not, We're not even Dollar General, man.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's not even Dollar Tree. It's like the off-shot shop on the beach. that just sucks. Yeah, it man. It looks stupid.
0: Everything's a
1: dollar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's the name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it's like, I appreciate. Gotta start low tier. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I appreciate you being a dollar, but it's not even worth it.
0: But uh, no, it's one of those things. Yeah, that's that's the angle you have that is really fair play to the studio. Is it the studio's fault or is it the story's fault for being convoluted? Like, do I expect David Productions to make this make sense if there is no reasonable way to do that? No. Do I expect them to try? Yes, but do I expect it to, like, suddenly work? If you're given C material and you're expected to make an A plus film, it's damn near impossible. So,
1: no, I, I feel that hundred and ten percent, and Lord only knows, Lord only knows. Um, but one that David Productions did hit out of the park, which took me, took me time to process. Like I had to, very much let it digest, and then come back to it. And that is Fire Force. First of all, Fire Force's animation, like, the fire in Fire Force is the best fire I've seen in anime. Like, hands down. It is so crisp, so... so solid. Like, first of all, the animation's clean, the music direction is immaculate, the character art translates really good from the manga. I haven't read the manga, but I've, like, looked at it, and I'm like, okay. Um, Fire Force, for me, had a lot of... The issue I have with Fire Force is the issue everybody had with Black Clover. I hated the, the main character. What's that? I said the screaming? I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, <laughs> the screaming, his whole, like, I'm gonna be a hero. Like, I'm gonna be a hero of justice. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Like, I'd rather watch Shinji cry about being a robot for like eight hours straight than listen to you talk about your dreams. And Damn. then, so that was like kind of my gripe with season one, because Strange will swear up and down. I told him not to watch it, which, you know, I didn't say that. I said it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But the animation wise and production wise was great and it was really the plot but at the end of season one the plot really took off in season two season two's plot was amazing like i feel like it's safe to say that fire force was one of the better animes last year like that's a big ask yeah like the plot was great we met some awesome characters like There were some big reveals, the music was astounding, we met more characters, we saw, like, the premise of it. Like, in the fight scenes, David Productions really snapped on the fight scenes, like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel, I don't want to give away too much, but, just a quick synopsis of what Fire Force is. So, there's like this dystopian future, where... Basically, there's the eternal flame called the Atomaratsu. Atomaratsu. Is it Atomaratsu?
0: Amaterasu.
1: Amaterasu. Thank you. Which are the, Thanks, Itachi. Yeah, <laughs> Itachi. Which are these giant, like, eternal blue flames that, like, controls the whole city, which gives Neo, not Neo, Tokyo, um, like, New Tokyo, I think it's called or something. Tokyo 3? Tokyo 3, yeah. Which gives Tokyo.
0: No, not, not Tokyo 3.
1: But oh, yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah, continue. No, Tokyo, that's Evangelion. It's some Sorry. Tokyo. No, you're good. Like, it's one of these Tokyos, dang it. But basically, it's powered by this giant flame, and everybody is either a zero, like, they have no firepower. They're either a first generation where they control fire, or second generation, which... What?
0: So it's yeah. kind of like quirks with fire. Yes. And like depending on the generation you are, the more control you have. Well, like, the more weird variety of powers. Maybe or it's is first. It like taper it's off. Second
1: gen. because we'll just do the first and second gen for life. Mean there's like people who have. You're right. You're correct. Yeah, yo. it is kind of like quirks almost. Um, some people have like zero powers, and then some people have are like first generation users, where they can manipulate fire. And control it, and then you have the second generations who can create their own fire, like our boy Shinra, oh, shit. who like has fire coming out of his feet. He can control his own fire, and same thing with Arthur. He can make a plasma sword. Something with Princess Hattabana, she can like, and there's so much you can do with fire in this anime. Like one of the characters use like pyrokinesis to control people, like. By like, what? yeah, it's by like heating up their brain, something like that, like a form of <laughs> hypnotism. It's, it's wild. And then you got, there's so many different characters, but anyway, and there's like these eight pillars who can bring about, who can bring about the end of the world. And each pillar has a guardian. And you really go about finding out the secret of Tokyo and the collusion of the church who, like, kind of like Book of Bantyra, the church seems to be colluding with the Evangelius, or not Evangelius, inv- Lord, what's the crazy people call it? Um, Sale? Evangelius, what's that? No, not Sele. Even, even Evangelicals? Yeah, Evangelicals, there we go. Which is what the uh, group is called in Fire Force. The Evangelists, thank you. Even though you didn't take mm, the evangelists are the group who it seems to be like they're working with the church. Like there's so many things that we're trying to figure out still, and because we're only on season two, season two just ended, and the manga is still very much going strong. So I highly recommend you watch Fire Force. It may seem like a slug, but it is it's pretty dang great.
0: Yeah, man, and and for me, for David production to have another banger it's like yes how far will you go David production I don't care what you have to make as long as you keep making bangers so we can keep making more (laughs) Jojo
1: I agree and because Stone Ocean I'm so hyped for that coming out this December like it seems like it's going to be a hell of a time um
0: Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited to see the story of Stone Ocean on film. And then we can get to Steel Ball Run, man. That's what everyone's been waiting on to get animated. Everybody says but, uh, they're <laughs>
1: excited for Stone Ocean because that means next is Steel Ball Run. Like everyone said that. Yes.
0: Yes. Literally, that is a thing. Because um, everyone's favorite is either part three, part four, or part seven. Part three being. Uh, uh Lord, diamonds is unbreakable. Um, no, uh, Stardust Crusaders, then diamonds is unbreakable, and then uh, Steel Ball Run, like those are the three that everyone absolutely loves. Um, but no, I'm excited to see what happens in Stone Ocean because I know it gets wiggity.
1: Yeah, like I personally am like super hyped for Stone Ocean because it's the first girl centric JoJo group we have. And I love the theme. The trailer was legit. Like, it seems like such a fun yeah. time. So, I personally am not trying to... Not that I'm saying that anybody's doing this, but I'm not trying to be like, ah, yeah. let's go, let's go, go, let's go. Like, I'm like... Well, not trying to rush it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to enjoy it. Um, It's a Netflix, Joe, but Netflix has said this is the first IP that they're putting out at the whole, whole world's getting it at the same time, so... They better. We're... We're... I'm wondering how they're going to do it. I wonder, is it going to be weekly? Is it going to be like 12 episodes at a time? And then we got to wait six months for 12 more episodes? I hope not. Like, I'm very interested to see what we're going to get.
0: Yeah. And it's wild that Netflix got this
1: season. Like, how weird. I knew they had inked what? a deal with JoJo's because it's on Netflix. But like, yeah. part seven isn't. Like, Golden Wind, I don't believe, is on oh, yeah. Netflix. Part five? Yeah, part five. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, um, which is, which is wild. Um, cause part five is on Crunchyroll. That's where, that's where the last season aired. It aired on, uh, simulcast with Crunchyroll.
1: Which is what I was expecting, but I guess we're not gonna get.
0: As long as they don't hoe JoJo's like they do, um, Seven Deadly Sins. That's all I care about.
1: Yeah, I... <sighs> I really hope we don't get hope with JoJo's. Well, I don't. Feel Me too,
0: like, man. Because
1: that's a quick go go, go. go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I feel like Netflix will be burnt. <laughs> like, but,
0: oh yeah, yeah. That's a quick way to f- fuck around with Boo's one time and ruin JoJo's. Oh, your game over, man. There goes your entire anime category. Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, like, that—that's the day where, like. The internet will come together. Like, JoJo Stone Ocean trailer was trending number one for, like, all day on Twitter, which is unheard of. So. I, I just hope Netflix knows. <laughs> like, me too, man. And listen, David Productions, I know y'all busy with this JoJo, but, like, we better get, like, some confirmation of season three for Fire Force. Like, and you better keep it, like. Don't go giving it to the studio Dean. Don't go giving it to freaking any other studio. Cause I do not want an animation change for the life of me. I need this whole dark dystopian story done by David productions all the way, like all the um,
0: way. Um, next on the slate. They've got, um, Spriggan confirmed for 2022, which is kind of exciting. I don't know much about Spriggan, but, uh, it looks like David productions is right in their wheelhouse. Um, but, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm glad that David Production exists and they've been hustling their ass off and making weird and fun anime. Um, and we'll continue in the long future. Um, but that's a wrap this week for David Production. You can catch all of the podcasts. We're talking uh, everything we've done on both uh, products, YTSP and uh, Content Breaker, on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Podcast, at your typical no protagonist, and Content Breaker. Uh, also on Twitter at Your TSP. Kyle, you got Twitter too.
1: Yes, you can find me at static dreads, that's with the at the end. Um for all your cool animated real life problems, sad boy stuff, Drake albums, certified lover boy. Bet.
0: Um also catch me at twitch.tv slash corporate kabuki we're live streaming the dot hack ps2 franchise uh currently on dot hack infection slogging away diligently trying to finish this um every wednesday 8 p.m central um but yeah we'll catch y'all next week for more your typical shonen protagonist